You are listening to High Flyers. Hello, everyone. I'm Caden Nanji, and welcome to the first episode of High Flyers, where we talk about players that don't get talked about. So since this is the first episode, I'll go through kind of the schedule, what we're, what we're going to be going through. I'll go through the format of our show and just a couple other things. So regarding the format of the show, I'm going to be talking with you guys about a lot of NBA players, um, college players, and high school players that you may not have heard of. But, well, let me give you a scenario, right? So, you know, sometimes you're talking with a friend and there's this player who just, he just popped off. Um, let's say last season he's averaging 10 points, this season he's averaging 30, right? And so you're just talking with your friend and he's like, geez, this guy's crazy, all this. Um, how, who would have ever thought? Well, you know who would have thought? I would have thought because I look at all these players who are bound to pop off in the future, right? So next time you can just go up to that friend and be like, yeah, I knew about him. I knew, I knew that he'd pop off. And so what else will we do in our podcast? Uh, I'll provide you players to look out with, news you may not have heard of, or news you may have heard of, and I'll try giving you a different opinion on stuff. And I'll go through this today more when we go through our formatting. And then I will also have some interviews with some exciting guests. So stay stay tuned in the future for that. Um, We have no guests on the show today. It's just going to be a lot of me talking. So if you don't like my voice, um, you should probably stop listening uh i'm just kidding please listen i need these views uh and so let me go through the agenda for today so today we're gonna keep the schedule a little relaxed in terms of content and we're only gonna focus on two different things and so the first topic that we're gonna be talking about is going to be victor wembenyana versus scoot henderson and this is a huge topic in basketball right now obviously we just saw the two of them play against each other and both are huge, huge um, draft prospects. And so I want to break down the differences between them. And I'll give you some interesting opinions that I have on that draft class. And second off, we're going to be playing a fun little game that I created for our first podcast. And it's going to be called 30 in 30, where I have 30 seconds to talk about how each NBA team will perform next season. And the twist is, I will be getting these teams at random. So it's not scripted. I don't know um, what what order the teams are going to be in. So when I'm provided with the name of the team, I immediately give 30 se- I immediately have 30 seconds to discuss where I see that team perform or how I see that team performing next season. Okay, so our first topic today is going to be Victor Wembanyama versus Scoot Henderson and their battle to be the first overall pick in the 2020 it's going to be 2023 NBA draft wow um well we all know that it's going to be Wembanyama right but Scoot is so underrated okay when i watch him he reminds me of Derrick Rose he reminds me of Russell Westbrook, like just with such a fiery passion to the way he he um, he approaches the game, right? And it's it's kind of it's kind of sad that like he wouldn't be a first overall pick. 
Like, if I'm going to be honest, Scoot Henderson absolutely clears the first-round pick for this year, Paolo Banchero, right? And, but he's going to be taking a backseat to Wembignana. But I think that it could actually go into a debate over which player is the first overall pick. Um, And so let's say a team really needs a point guard. They need that fiery passion point guard. They need that prime Russell Westbrook, prime John Wall type player, Um, absolute freak athlete. I think that these teams should consider, if they were to be left with the first overall pick, I think they should consider taking Scoot over Wembenyana. And I know that's crazy, um, but some teams just need that fit. And that's not to say Wembenyana doesn't fit with um, almost every team in the NBA. They call him a unicorn. He's not a unicorn. He's not He's not even an alien. LeBron called him an alien. He's not an alien. He's a demogorgon, okay? He's an absolute freak of nature. He's He's a big man who can dribble like a guard. Defend, perimeter defend like a guard. Perimeter defend. He's seven four seven five. Okay? Last night, okay? And I'm speaking. This is October 7th. Um, so on October 6th. Actually, no. Yeah, October 6th. Last night, he hit this insane fadeaway three-pointer from the corner. Steph Curry style. And I was like, this guy's seven four. I've, ne- I've never seen an athlete like this before, if I'm being honest, right? And I think he could be the best pick in the draft since LeBron James. I know it's tough. Like, there's so many players who came after LeBron. But he could be the f- best first overall pick since LeBron James, I believe. And that's to say Scoot might be one of the best second-round picks of all time. Then you get Scoot. Scoot versus Wemignana on Tuesday was an Absolutely insane matchup. Scoot dropped 28. 28 points, 5 rebounds, and 9 assists. Wembignana went for 37. And I believe it was 7 three-pointers. 11 rebounds and 5 blocks. Okay? And this was against the G League Ignite. And he had his own French team. Okay? He was playing with Hoyu Fat. Okay, while Scoot was playing with some of the best youngsters in the country, right? And that just shows like Wembenyana, like the level that he's a lot. Of, a lot of these rookies, we're never sure if they're NBA ready. Well, I can guarantee that both of these players are NBA ready, but especially like Wembenyana, he's from he's from France. A lot of people wouldn't expect him to be. They'd say, oh, maybe a little bit of adjustment, but no, I think he'll fit right in. And I saw something web- about Webinyana that I really liked too. So a lot of NBA, like, I don't know if it was like agents or scouts. They were all like, sit out, like rest, um, save up for the draft. Like literally wait one whole year to be drafted. And what Webinyana said was, no, I'm not going to do that. Because above all this, above making it to the NBA, above... um Above all these different things, he said basketball comes first, um, playing comes first, and I really, I really respect that kind of mentality and mindset, right? 
And same goes for Scoot. Scoot was playing in the All-Star game. The All-Star game, it was the Rising Stars Challenge, but the Rising Stars Challenge, he was playing that at 17 years old. Both of these guys are 18 years old right now. And I just, I just want to tell you, pull up a video of them and check out how they're playing, okay? Like, they're, they're absolutely insane, both of them. And so what I just wanted to go through was that I think that both of them deserve all the respect in the world. All, both of them deserve to be the number one pick. Of course, we can't have that. Like, there's a 99% chance it'll be Wembenyana, but it can be Scoot. Scoot can be the first overall pick. He's a first overall pick caliber player. And that's all I just wanted to talk about there. So now let's move on to our fun little game that we discussed. And this was the team results next year. So let's get to that. Now let's get started with the game. 30 teams, 30 seconds. So what's the first team on the list? The Los Angeles Lakers are the first team on the list. How fun. See, most of these... Most of these, um, most of these other like Bleacher Report, the score, they always start with they go they finish with the Lakers, you know. But we're starting with the Lakers. We're different. So let's get that thirty second timer started. Let's go. So the Lakers this year, I think they'll be better than last year. Still, I think they'll be in the play in. They might make the playoffs, might not. I think Laker hype is absolutely insane. Um, I think that one of the most underrated players our Lakers have is actually Kendrick Nunn. Had a great showing last night. But besides that, Anthony Davis is primed to have a good season. Westbrook, I'm praying for him to have a good season. But I really don't know, man. I don't know. Lakers, I'd say ninth seed. And that's 30 seconds. Now, what's the next team on that list? The next team's the Warriors. Wow, another team that's usually last. So... The Warriors are stacked, okay? They made their team better, okay? And and the 30 seconds have started. But they've, they've made their team better. They got Dante DiVincenzo, an excellent win, wing guard. They got rid of a bunch of guys. Gary Payne, second left. Otto Porter left. Um, but then again, now they just said they're going to be playing Kaminga more minutes. They still have Curry. They still have Clay. Wiseman is back healthy. They got a center. They got Kevin Looney who signed an extension. They got Andrew Wiggins. The only thing is, Jordan Poole and Draymond Green, well, something happened there. I'll talk about a little bit more about that a little bit later on. And that's 30 seconds. And so next team is going to be the Hornets, the Charlotte Hornets. Man, well, the good news for the Hornets is they've got Steve Clifford as their head coach. Um, I personally am a huge fan of Steve Clifford. I hope he can develop them properly. Unfortunately, they'll probably be without Miles Bridges. Um, actually, that might be fortunately after what he did. Um, and so I don't see them making the playoffs this year. I see them missing the playoffs. I see them around maybe the 13th seed. But I see a big jump in LaMelo Ball and some of the rookies. Yeah, okay. And that is 30 seconds. I could have talked more, but remember, that's how this game works. Next team is the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets, I'd say they'd be around the fifth seed in the Eastern Conference. Let's not forget they have Kevin Durant, and people like to beat around the bush with Kyrie Irving. Let's not forget, he's one of the best point guards in the world. Um, They made a few changes with their team, 
Um, one move I really liked was them picking up TJ Warren, who's out for a while. Um, but I'm just excited to see what TJ Warren's going to do. And I expect a breakout season from Nick Claxton. And that's 30 seconds. The next team is the Indiana Pacers. Now, they're tanking. They want Webb Binyana. They have a weak team. Um, they don't really... I, I don't I don't see them going very far. 14th seed, maybe. Um, and, yeah, they got... They got a couple good players who I'd like to see um, a little bit more of showcase. I'm really excited for Tyrese Halliburton and what he can do with them. Um, and yeah, that was 30 seconds. I couldn't even talk about them for 30 seconds. Okay, the next team is the Portland Trail Blazers. Now, this is another team similar to the Lakers. They've made a lot of changes. A lot of people actually thought they were going to um, rebuild their entire team. But it didn't happen. They got Jeremy Grant. Um, they got Gary Payton the second. They have a decent team. The defense is good. I'm excited to see what Nazir Little is gonna accomplish next season. Um, but I put them around the eighth, ninth seed, um, maybe tenth seed. I just the West is so strong. They have a good team, but I don't know. They'll be in the play-in for sure, though. And you know, Damian Lillard. You know, Clippers. Okay, that's a good one. Because Kawhi's back. Kawhi's looking healthy. He's looking muscular. Um, they got Paul George coming off a great season. They've got John Wall. Okay, a great point guard. A position that they desperately needed. They got um, wing strength. They got they re-signed Amir Coffey, which is a great signing. Um, and I see the I see this, the Clippers doing really well this year. I, I put them around the third or fourth seed in the West. That's 30 seconds. The next team is the Magic. And this is weird because I don't really have any expectations for the Magic. I put them at the bottom of the uh, bottom of the Eastern Conference. Maybe even close to last place in the Eastern Conference. But to be honest, I don't think they'll really care. Um, they, they, I think they want to get the most out of Paolo Banchero. They want to get the most out of... Um, I know they want to... They're trying. They're testing out Bull Bull. Um, they're trying. They're testing out um, Jalen Suggs, Cole Anthony, all their past rookies, and they just want to kind of build up a team for the future. So I don't think they're really in contention this year. Um, next team is the Bulls, and so the Bulls have a pretty stacked team on paper, but in reality, um, they're lacking a lot of defense. Um, even what I've seen in the preseason, their defense hasn't been fixed, um, and that really sucks for them. I know that, um, I know they got, I, I'm voting for them, you know, Levine and DeRozan, two of my favorite players in the league, um, but they're just lacking defense. Patrick Williams, I think, is going to take a huge step up, um, and I put them around the 7th to 8th seed, maybe at the bottom of the West, even though their team's good, but, and their problems with Lonzo and everything, too, is, like, really poor. Um, next team is the Dallas Mavericks. The Dallas Mavericks, I think, are going to do pretty well this year. Um, they acquired Christian Wood. I don't know why they're starting him on the bench, but it's a really good pickup. He's a 20-point-per-game scorer, adds a lot of front-court depth. Uh, and with Luka, Luka, I think this is his MVP year. Um, and so I think Dallas will will do well this year, around 5th fifth, fifth seed, 4th, 5th, 6th seed. 
Um, and Jason Kidd, I was doubtful of him, but he's actually ending up to be a pretty decent coach to my standards. Next team is the Philadelphia 76ers. Philadelphia 76ers. They made a lot of great pickups. They made P.J. Tucker, even though he was absolute garbage in their preseason game, was a good pickup. DeAnthony Melton, probably the best pickup they could get. A ball-handling guard off the bench. The exact type of player they need. Okay, And DeAnthony Melton's a great shooter, and they barely lost anything for him. Um, So I see the 76ers doing really well in the East. I put them at maybe the second seed. Next team I have is the Houston Rockets. The Houston Rockets, I think, have a great, great young team. I'm also a fan of Steven Silas, um, their coach. Not a lot of people are fans of him, but I kind of like what he's doing. I'm excited to what what's going to happen this year with Jabari Smith. Um, I'm really hyped for that. I think that Jill and Green will really integrate himself with the league. I know he's been hitting the weight room this summer. So he's looking built. I think he's going to be stronger this year. I think he's going to be more efficient this year. And Jalen and Jabari Smith Jr. is just going to take their defense to a whole new level. Um, The next team is the Pelicans. If I was to say I'm excited about one team this year, more than any other team, it's going to be the Pelicans. Okay? I'm, I'm more excited with the Pelicans than any other team. They have one of my favorite players in the league, Herb Jones. Zion is back. They got amazing offensive players in Ingram and in um, CJ McCollum. They have Jose Alvarado off the bench. Um, They got a really nice stack team. They got Trey Murphy, who I'm really looking forward to hitting a stride this year. And I put them around the 5th to 6th seed. Actually, maybe 6th to 7th seed in the West, just because of how strong the West is. The next team is the Hawks. The Hawks, I caught a bit of their game yesterday, and they look great. Trey Young, DeJounte Murray, I think they're going to be a great duo. People say they won't, don't know basketball. Trey Young, DeJounte Murray look great. John Collins was dunking in preseason. Clint Capella, DeAndre Hunter, what a starting lineup. I still think that they're going to be a playing team, though, just because of how rough the Eastern Conference is. I think they'll be around 8th, ninth seed. Hopefully they'll make it to the playoffs, so. That's 30 seconds. Okay, now my favorite team ever. Psych? The Knicks. Um, I don't think the Knicks are going to make the playoffs. I think they made a pretty good pickup with Jalen Brunson, to be honest. But besides that, they didn't really do much. Um, I expect RJ to have a really good season this year. Um, I'm hoping he does. Uh... But I don't even know how to talk 30 seconds with the Knicks. They're just not going to be good because they're the Knicks. I'm just going to wait for the timer to run out. Boom. Timer's done. Look, I, I could talk for other teams that are ours, but then there's just the Knicks. Raptors, my favorite team in the league. I promise I won't be biased. I think that the Raptors will probably be the first seed in the East. I'm just kidding. They'll probably be around the sixth seed in the East. They have a really stacked team of position fluid players um they got that huge lineup i think that precious that is going to take a huge leap this year um and i think that pascal siakam will show again why he's an all nba player 
Um, and I'm excited to see what happens with Gary Trent Jr. Not a lot of people have talked about his improvement, but I'm excited to see like his like he's only 23, right? Um, and I'm just excited to see how far he'll come this season. Let's continue. Next team is the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics look good this year. I can't lie. Um, but Emil Doku just had to be a an absolute gremlin. Um, and because of that, I don't know how their coaching strategies are going to work. What I do think is they will be one to three seeds, maybe even first seed. They got Malcolm Brogdon as their backup point guard. That's how stacked they are. Um, and I see a jump even with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum this year. That's 30 seconds. Next team is the Oklahoma City Thunder. Oklahoma City Thunder. I mean, kudos to Sam Presti for getting all those picks. A lot of picks are going to come. Like, man, one of the most irrelevant teams, if I'm being honest, are the Washington Wizards. Like, you can ask people NBA teams, and half of people will forget forget about the Washington Wizards. Like, they aren't even bad, per se. I put them around 11th, 12th seed. Um, but, yeah, what what do they really add? They had Bradley Beal as their star. Kyle Kuzma, apparently he grew. So that might be cool, a 27-year-old growing. Never really heard of that before, but... I, I, I'm curious about the Washington Wizards. At least I can say that. I really don't know what's going to happen with them, but I know for a fact that they will not make the playoffs. And the next team is the Sacramento Kings. Sacktown. Where do we start with Sacktown? Other than the fact that they have the worst player development staff in the NBA. Like, I actually feel bad for, for Sacramento fans. Or like the 10 fans that they do have. Because the coaching staff just does everything wrong. One thing I can look forward to. One thing is Keegan Murray. The one ray of hope. But he's probably going to get traded the exact same way that they did with uh, Tyrese Halliburton for like Vucevic or something like that. So yeah, it's the Kings. They're not going to make the playoffs. The Memphis Grizzlies. They had a great season last year, if I'm being honest. They had a great team, great season. I don't think they're going to repeat that. I don't think they're going to be at the top of the West again. But I do see them still in contention. I see them around the 5th to 6th seed in the West. Um, John Morant's going to have another great year. Desmond Bain, one of my favorite players, is going to. I believe he's going to have a great year. And... One big issue is just Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to be out for a while. With I think it's a meniscus injury. A couple months he's going to be out. Um, and they'll need to get a lot of front court defense to step up. Next team's the Bucks. I see the Bucks as the third seed in the East. Giannis Antetokounmpo, one of my favorite players in the league and in all and of all time. I think he's going to lead them just as he always does. Drew Holiday is going to be a clutch player on defense. Chris Middleton, I think it's the last year of his contract. Um, I expect a very good offensive year from him. I feel like the Bucks have generally the exact same motivations this season as last. So there's not much to say about them other than they will do pretty good this year. Now the Nuggets. The Nuggets. A team that had so much tragedy last year. 
and I have such high hopes for them this year. I'm going to put them at the second seed in the West are the Nuggets. Jamal Murray's back. Michael Porter Jr.'s back. Um, they brought in some amazing pickups. They brought in Bruce Brown. They brought in... Uh, who else did they bring in? They brought in Contavious uh, Caldwell-Pope. And these guys will just fix their wing. They have Aaron Gordon too, right? They have so many amazing, amazing players. And they just need to... If, if, they, don't, if they don't make it far enough... I'd fire Mike Malone, okay? Because they have the perfect team, and that's why I put them at second in the West. Golden State's first for me still. The Detroit Pistons. I mean, I'm a Pistons fan, which may surprise a lot of people um, because no one really likes the Pistons. Um, But I'm just excited to see what's to come. They're not going to win any games. They're missing the playoffs 100%. Um, but I'm excited to see the jump that Cade Cunningham's going to take. Um, Cade is one of my favorite players because the name sounds like mine. No, I'm that, and he's a brilliant, brilliant player. And I'm excited for Jaden Ivey too, and a whole bunch of guys on that team. Um, so I'm just excited to see um, what happens. And just a note for them, fire Dwayne Casey. I'm telling this from a Raptors guy, Raptors fan. Okay, Pistons, just fire him. The Cleveland Cavaliers are next. Cleveland, I would put them at the fourth seed in the East. A lot of people think this is kind of high, but they have such a complete team. They acquired Donovan Mitchell for some. They needed that primary ball handler, the guy who takes the last shot, and they got that in Donovan Mitchell. And they didn't have to give up any of their top players to get him. Um, And so... I think with him and with Evan Mobley poised for a breakout season, Jared Allen, Darius Garland, they're going to be a great team to watch this year. Next team is the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat, I would put them right below the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, I think that they'll perform as they always do, a pretty solid showing. Um, I think that they might push Tyler Hero into a starting lineup, which brings me to question their bench depth a little bit but they have Gabe Vincent who's very underrated at defense um he's probably going to take a step off the bench he's probably going to be their sixth man um and I just think that with Jimmy Bam um Lowry I think they're going to have a pretty decent season but of course their worst enemy is injuries so you have to account for that which is why I'm putting them there the next team is the Timberwolves the Timberwolves are another Extremely fun team that I'm excited to watch this season. Um, they acquired Rudy Gobert um, in a huge, huge trade. And I'm excited to see what will come because they they're a great offensive team. Anthony Edwards is going to be an all-star this year. Mark my words. Um, and now with that offensive firepower with Anthony Edwards and Cat, D'Lo too, and now you have defense with Gobert. Go Bear, which is what they were missing. I think they're going to be a great team. I put them in the bottom um, part of the Western Conference, maybe the seventh or eighth seed. But they're going to be fun to watch. Now it's the Phoenix Suns, a team drenched in turmoil. Their coach, Aiton, hasn't talked with Monty Williams. 
Uh, Jake Crowder, is he on the team? Is he off the team? Chris Paul's getting older. I feel like stuff's falling apart for this Suns team. And that's why I'm going to put them a little bit lower than expected. I'm probably going to put them around the fifth seed this year. Um, And yeah, I think Devin Booker's still going to perform. But I think this might be Chris Paul's last time as an All-Star. Or maybe last year was his last time as an All-Star. Who knows? Next team is the Spurs. I love the Spurs. I love DeJounte Murray. Then they traded him. Um, now they have absolutely no one. I'm just kidding. They have some... They, the Spurs are tanking for Webinyana. I know that for a fact. Their coach, like Pop, doesn't even care really. Um, he's just in it for that paycheck. But I'm so excited to watch So Chan. He's one of my... He's probably my favorite... Or one of my favorite rookies coming into this draft. I'm so excited to see... The, defend, the defensive potential that he brings to the game. And we only have a couple teams left. Actually, it's our last team, the Utah Jazz. Yeah, they ain't making the playoffs, man. They're, they got Walker Kessler at center. Like, no shade on you, Walker, but, like, you're not an NBA caliber starting center. I, see, I feel like Colin Sexton's going to have a g- pretty good season um, coming back from his injury. I think Lowry Markinen, he's going to, he, hopefully he gets into his finish form and he plays well. But I see them not making the playoffs. I don't really see them getting far. But that's not really the goal, is it? You know what the real goal is? Web Binyana. It's like we're fighting for two chips, you know? Like half the teams are fighting to win the NBA championship, and the other half are fighting to win Wembenyana. That's how big of a deal this kid is. And so that's all the teams. Um, I hope I did a pretty good job with that. Um, but yeah, that was a pretty fun game. And oh man, it took a real long time. And that's all I got for you guys today. My name is Kay and Angie once again, and you're tuning into High Flyers. Um, tune into our show next week because we're a weekly podcast. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about the rookies coming into this season. Um, and more specifically, their debuts in the preseason. After that, I'll be talking about some of the players who I think will improve the most from last season to this season. And finally, a little bit on Jordan Poole and Draymond. Thank you. And good night, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to you. Peace.